Blog Talk Radio. for tuning in today, you know, I'm almost, always so amazed <laughs> that you want to be with me. And uh, actually, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't even say it that way. But I'm so honored that you want to listen to me and that you want to give me of your time. And it's true, sometimes I say a lot of good things. You might not notice from the beginning, but I have a lot of knowledge to share with you. And my knowledge might not be exactly what you have heard before from others. That's a good part about it. Yes, I am back here in front of my screen in beautiful Stockholm. I say my screen, yes, I have my computer screen in front of me, but beyond the screen, Behind the screen, I have this big window with a big sky. My goodness, so much sky and a lot of clouds and a few little pockets of blue air and blue sky here and there. That's very, very encouraging. We are now heading into, I wouldn't say winter, but we are heading into fall in Sweden. Stockholm has this thing about it that there's a lot of wind. That wind blows like always. So ladies, if you want to have a nice hairdo, Stockholm is not the place for you unless you cover your head one way or the other because it blows. And if you walk in the street, doesn't matter what direction you are heading for, the wind still turns around and blows right against you. That's my experience. <laughs> what can I say? It's just the way I feel because I am not used to this cool wind, very refreshing wind. The sun now is hot sometimes. You know, it's warm, but sometimes even if you wear, you know, the warm clothes, it's even hot. But then the wind comes. And you feel, I'm so glad I brought this jacket today, you know. And that is, you know, Stockholm for you. But anyway, I'm happy to be here. I like it here. I'm not sure I would like it all the time because I like to move around. But I like it. I really I like it very much. But I like most places. I love it in Florida, too. Now in the summer because we have September in Florida is one of the worst months. That's when it is the hottest, the dampest, the everything, most of everything. And that's when we get the big storms as well. So I'm very happy to be here at this time. Yes, my email uh, is, if you would like to drop me a note, is dr for Dr. Helena, my name, info, short for information, drhelena, info at yahoo.com. Or activate A C for Charles T for Tom I 
B for Victor, L, L for love, and E. Activale, many people wonder what is it? What does it mean? Anyways, activale at gmail.com. And going back to what does activale mean? Well, it means activate the love energy. It was not the original address that I had meant to, to have. I had an assistant at the time, and I wrote down, write down, you know, she wanted to know what kind of email address should we have. And this was in the beginning of emails on the whole. And I wrote down, activate, you know, activate with a T instead. And she looked at this activate and she said, oh, that's pretty, yes, let's use that. And that's what what's so pretty about Activate. <laughs> and then she just signed me in as Activate. And yes, I thought it was pretty. And then I decided, oh yes, I'm going to call this part of the company Activate. Activate the love energy. It fits right in. So that was how Activate was born. Funny. <laughs> How good things can be born just through a little mistake. But this is often the case if you think back about things. Anyway, we're going to talk about awakening today. Awakening is such a big thing. We wake up in the morning. And depending how you awake, awaken in the morning, that is how you create your day. If you wake up in the morning... I thought, oh God, another day, I have to go to work. You can even get some pain in your body just thinking that way. There is a condition even called uh, something, of course, I don't remember what they called it, but it's an allergy against going to work, to getting up in the morning. And you can now create a stomachache if this is the way you think in the morning. That is why it's important to awaken to a new day with a smile and putting yourself in that light that I talk so much about. And I do it today, I do it all times. You put yourself in this ray of light and just brush away all negative thoughts and feelings. That is how you start your day. This is not the kind of awakening I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about spiritual awakening. And I'm going to begin with a story which I told a lot about. Uh, I told a lot about this story to many people at the time when I was not really involved in this kind of work. But it was so amazing and I have no idea what people thought about this story because I was always a little creative and maybe they thought I imagined it or just invented it to make myself more interesting. What do I know? It was a true story to me. And that was that I felt uh, I was married, I had my big house and all that big style, life style at the time. And I started to feel so down. It was like something was pushing me down all the time. 
And I even looked at myself and I was getting, I was looking older and older somehow. Well, I was looking okay, but to me, it was it was at me looking at me in the mirror. And I was kind of asking myself, what's going on? And then I got that vision that it was like some horrible black bird was sitting on my back. And I felt, oh, it's a bad energy on me. I need to be fixed. How do I do that? And as I said, this was a long time ago before I was into these things and into the knowledge. Evidently, I had the knowledge already because I had the vision of birds sitting on me. And then something odd happened. I went to the phone book because this was what you were using in those days. And my hands just flew through the pages and suddenly opened through this. And this was, you know, South Florida phone book. It's a very thick, thick book. And now my fingers stopped on one number. I didn't put it there just knowing what I was doing. It was almost like someone put my finger on a name. And I saw that name. And I read it. And it didn't make sense to me. But somehow I got the courage. I was still in that mode, you know, oh, you have to do this. Now I call this number to these unknown people I knew absolutely nothing about. And I got a, a man, a very impressive, you know, man's voice, at, you know, uh, answering the phone with his hello. And I don't know where I got this from. And I said to him, do you do readings? How on earth I found that word even? Only God knows, and I mean that. And he said, yes, of course, this is what we do. I am Constantine, and I work with the dimensions. Wow, that's what he said. <laughs> How could I on this planet find that particular name and that phone number? Well, it was through some kind of power that made me do it. And we made an appointment. I came in my beautiful, I'm not even going to tell you, but well, it was a, I came in my beautiful Cadillac, sailing in through a neighborhood of, um, well, uh, how do I call it, pre-constructive or trailer park rather, but they were really nice. Had flower pots and little gates in front of every little trailer and so on. Was very well looked after, so there was nothing wrong with it. And I park my car in front of the, this trailer, about the same size I would think at that time, and I knock on the door, and there was no answer, and I knock again. And now a woman opens up the window in the trailer and she has hair curlers in her hair. And she said, can I help you? And I said, oh, I, I had an appointment with you. I said, oh, oh, well, I'm sorry. And then 
a man opens the door. Very impressive, educated-looking man with glasses and gray hair. And now she appears. The woman had opened the window before, and her hair colors are out, and she looks good. And they invite me into the receiving room, so to speak, full of parrots, <laughs> full of green Amazon parrots. And I immediately loosened up to these people because I had a couple of those green Amazon large parrots myself at home. And we started to talk into, you know, how to take care of parrots. But then they just guide me into the next room, and I couldn't believe how come this trailer looking so small from the outside had this space inside. And now we come into a library. It wasn't large or anything, but it was for sure a library. It looked very nice, nicely painted, and this very well put together shelves and a beautiful desk that was about the size of the room. And now she got into the room, and he got into the room. And she looks at me, and she says, my God, you have two of them. And I didn't know what she was saying. She said, you have been possessed by dark energies. They had tried, they had entered your, you, they have come into you, your system, your thoughts, your feelings. Ah, now I understood what it was all about, why I felt that way and everything. I said, well, these are tricky ones, you know. <laughs> and they started to talk with each other, and I still didn't quite know what was going on. But since they had those beautiful birds and they looked very happy, I trusted them. And now they started to say all kinds of prayers. They were going to exorcise me. To me, this was something so new and something so unknown. But I was playing the game there. I was part of it. And it was, in fact, a very interesting moment. And they called in their guides, spiritual guides. I didn't know what all these things were. Although I was, you know, very spiritual and I've grown up with ghosts and spirits and all kinds, but they brought in those educated spirits, Dr. So and so and Dr. So and so. And now they just sent me love and light. And suddenly something happened within me. I just felt that the big burden was leaving me. It was an amazing feeling. Absolutely amazing feeling. And I left. It left me. And I looked out through the windows and I could see the green. Like, my God, this is not gray green anymore. I see colors, many colors in the green. It was like my eyes and my whole consciousness had awakened. This was a very interesting form of awakening. That was one kind of awakening. They cried, both of them. And somehow, I thought the whole moment was so beautiful, so I cried. Here we had three human beings crying, actually in gratitude. And that is the first thing about awakening, gratitude. I hope you don't mind me telling you this story, but I think it's so 
significant in awakening. And I have removed those things, those energies on others myself because now I know what it's all about. We are actually under the cloud of dark energies a lot, a lot, a lot on this planet Earth. And we are creating it more and more and more through all these wars out there, all the pain and fear and suffering that we are creating to each other, all the weapons. We are creating more of those dark energies and only the light can take that away from us and bring peace to this world. There is no other way. More weapons will bring in more darkness, even if it is to bring out, to take out all the darkness. And any way, any person who ever works and decides on killing more people and destroying more life and more nature on this planet Earth is certainly not of the light. You have to find a different way to create new energy of the light here on Earth. Now I got that set. I had an experience not too long ago in Sedona in Arizona. I mentioned that place before. I mentioned this story before. How I was awakened in the night by this voice of spirit. Yes. That is the voice of so-called God. That power within you. And that voice told me. And I'm going to give a very shortened version here because I'm writing about this now. I have already sent out a few articles to be published, but I'm also putting this in a new book. I hope, God willing, of course, it gets out there. And um, that was, I heard that voice telling me how to remove the blockages to to reach the light. And it's actually not very hard to reach the light. It actually, the first thing is, it's your intention. Get rid of the logic. Darn it. Get rid of the logic because you never reach the light through your logic. If you want to reach the light through the logic, you turn on a lamp. That's the light you're asking for. But if you want to reach the light of the spirit, of the universe, of God, it's through your own love and intention. It's through your own trust. That's all that there is. And you just be like a little child said, okay, I'm going to have light. Okay. And you imagine the light coming down over you. That's all. That's the only way. You can do it. But anyway, to reach the light, as the voice said, you have to first to awaken. And you can awaken in so many ways. I can actually start to tell you. Story is about awakening for me. And I'm going to tell you one more about awakening. Maybe I should take, if this program is not long enough for this, I'm just going to continue the next time. 
and the next time about awakening. And I was this time experiencing awakening in a completely different way, probably awakening a different dimension of myself. If you haven't read my books, now is the time to really, really do so because I'm talking about my experience about the the, uh, burning bush that I saw and how that burning bush just at that time awakened me in one way, but evidently not enough for me to, you know, to move on. There are so many awakenings we have to go through. But at this time, and this was long, 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 long after I'd had this experience as a teenager with a burning bush, and I didn't know what it was about at that time. I just had this experience of this burning fire in front of me, and it scared the heck out of me, and I didn't know what it was. And then I was driving in a rented car from the airport, Palma de Mallorca, over to my place, from not close to the airport, but it was at that time on the other side of the island. And I came on that road, and I never, you know, forget how I kind of was so aware of nature around me. I thought, my God, no wonder people are coming here. It's so beautiful. I had all those fields with the almond blooms, you know, with the trees, with the almond flowers. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. And that greenery of the ground and the red poppy flowers. Wow. And then you had those purple, those light purple mountains in the background and the big sky. And at that time when I was in awe over the beauty of nature, suddenly I just screamed out, my God, I saw the burning bush. And I was just backwards seeing seeing that burning bush in my mind. I saw it, and now I knew what it was. I said, my God, that's the power within me, suddenly showing itself in front of me, reproducing itself in front of me. And I saw it. And that was a big awakening. Now I knew that this power we call God actually lives within me and can also be outside of me. And that is a true, true awakening in so many ways. Now I suddenly knew it all. I had done you know, lectures and all kinds of things before, but now I actually knew, knew. This is what the true awakening is. It's actually in being in harmony with the knowing. Actually, no. There's no curiosity about that anymore, about God, who is God, what is God, and what. You just know. Now it's part of your know-how, of your consciousness, 
And now your awareness is completely changing. You see in a different way. You have that knowledge. No matter what some other person tells you about the power, you know if they're telling the truth or not. No reason to argue or to talk about it anymore. You just know. And this is how people in the past could go through fire and just still stand up for their God and their belief. And they couldn't believe in anything that was just put in a picture or in a word that was not the true God for you, for them. This is the true meaning of God. That power actually lives within you. And with that power, you can change you and you can change the world. This is the absolutely incredible thing about the power. It is a let go and let God. It's a matter of confidence and relationship with this higher force. You are now in a oneness. You can work together. And this is how I do my healing, that I actually open you up to this power this incredible power, and you have it. Don't say you don't have it, because you do. All you have done is you have blocked yourself. Maybe you are overexposed to knowledge, so-called book knowledge, knowledge of the logic. All those books out there are just to, to live with the logic, basically. No. To be awakened had nothing to do with the logic. It's totally beyond the knowledge. This is who you really, really are. You are, I am God. <laughs> I know some people protest that and they will say, oh, no, you're terrible. You are of the devil. No, I'm not. And this is what has gone through, through the ages that people have been so tuned in to religion. Religion was created by a group of men who wanted power over humanity. That is what it is, based in their tradition. And when they want power over people, they go back to religion again. It always works. And now you get these fanatics Look at now, you know what is happening with with the with the, the belief of Islam. It's turned into a horrible, horrible thing because they're using it for power. And they first when you how do you do it when you want to have power? Well, who is the most spiritual part of society? That's womanhood, motherhood, all that. Women are very spiritual. So now you stop the women because they are spiritual. And that's what they're doing again for more power and allowing that religion of controlling men to take over. And I'm saying it frankly, and there's no other talk about it. And of course, 
all men agree with them because why should they get into trouble? And now you see societies that are suffering. They're going backwards, 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 backwards into Stone Age. And this is now in the works all over the planet. It's not that they're against women, they're against spirituality. They're against the true power of God, the true God. That God of love and light that lives within you and within everyone out there. So this is, you know, I'm going to do meditation now, but the rest of what I have planned, I'm going to talk about in my next program. And I'm looking forward to that very much. <laughs> It'll be fun. So um, if you have any questions, get back with me, because this is what we all are looking for. We are looking for something more. We are looking for more knowledge. We are looking for an understanding, because we were programmed into religion from the beginning. I grew up without God and Jesus in my life. We had a church, I think I'm also baptized by a priest or in the Protestant faith, so that's not the problem. But we had no, my parents didn't in any way promote, you know, religion. And I, when I wanted to go to Sunday school, particularly my mother said, no, it's not for you. <laughs> Just, it's not for you. Because now already Sunday school, and kids like to go there, and it keeps them busy on Sunday mornings also. But then they are programmed into, you know, some kind of fearful God, and they have to obey. Maybe that's good. But now, when I came to my first grade school, uh, we had a very religious teacher, a woman, very, very religious, and she talked about baby Jesus and God and, you know, how we had hurt baby Jesus and we had been terrible sinners and God is here to punish us now. I got scared of the dark. I got scared of being, you know, sleeping alone. You know, there were so many things that this did to me as a child. And it stayed for years that I started to pray, stand on my knees and pray to this God, asking for forgiveness. What was I asking for forgiveness for? I didn't know. I think just that I existed. Or I was sure I had done lots of sinful things because this is what God had told us that we were sinners. So this is what I'm saying. How can I come out in now? and make you change your belief. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to open your mind and just feel what is feeling the happiest thing for you and to make you happy and well. And I think this kind of conversation that I have had now would appeal particularly to Swedish people and Finnish people, no, you know, the Scandinavians, because we are not religious people in, in Scandinavia, particularly not in Sweden. Sweden is very anti-religion. 
the most active religion in Sweden right now is actually the religion of Islam. I mean that. It's sad. But this is what's happening. Because we have received all these immigrants and they have their places of worship everywhere. And this is what you have as active religion in Sweden right now. I'm not saying that you're going to condemn one or the other. But what I'm saying, no. You get your religion, the, the meaning, the religion of believing love and light. And it's all written in these books I have. Constant Awakening, you have it just, it's like a love story in a way. Or what you should really read is The White Light. And you have it in different languages. So you can go to your to Amazon or you can go to those local internet stores that you have and you can even go to the big bookstore chain in Scandinavia. They will not have it, I don't think, but they order it for you and you can pick it up there if you like to do that way. It is available everywhere and I'm very, very happy. It's not good if it's sold out. They were just reprinted, and they print from the printer, and it, you know, the way they send it out is within four days, actually. They dis the distributor has it printed and out within four days. Then it depends on the postal system, and in Europe, depending on what country you are in, they're printed in England, I believe, right now, and sent all over Europe, and of course, in America, that should go really fast because it's printed and sent out, as I said, within four days. So that shouldn't be a problem. So there we go. And uh, yes, maybe this was shocking to you, but maybe also not. What I'm talking about is you have to now awaken to a larger world. And the enemy of this larger world of openness is actually the limitation of your logic. And I'm not against the logic that's building our homes and rockets, my goodness, no. You are on an airplane, it's built through the logic, but also through the imagination and the openness. How do you do that? The logic would not understand that. Oh, I'm going to fly. The logic would not do that to you. No, you have to use the imagination. Isn't it wonderful? We all have access to that power of the imagination. That's why Einstein said, knowledge is great, but imagination, that's the top. <laughs> Translated into a modern way of saying it. So now you just and relax and relax. And relax, and relax, more and more and more, I am the light, I am the light, you know it, you feel it, ah, you are so in tune, I am. 
And now you feel your body relaxing very quickly. It's just through your intention. And you take a deep breath. You feel it and you know it. I am the light. I am. You now find yourself far, far away. You are finding yourself on a slope of a big rock. The big rock is like orange, red, brown. And it feels so warm. And on the side of that rock, there is grass with little flowers of all kinds. You feel the connection with the powers of that rock. Like Colorado rock. Like a Sedona, Arizona rock. You feel it. You know it. You feel the presence of Mother Earth, of Father Mother Universe. You experience the riches around you. You look up at the sky and you see this day clear blue sky. And amazingly, you see in the middle of that day clear blue sky, you see this big, big shiny yellow star. You immediately feel the connection within you. This star is exact. It's time. It is existing within you. And you breathe in. You feel the power of the star up in the sky uniting with the energy of the light within you. Yes, you are now connected with the universe and you have wishes of love and light going through you. And as you have that wish, of love and light going through you, you feel more and more and more like burdens of shadows are clearing away. You brush off yourself. You brush yourself off more and more. You brush off your head and clear away those thoughts of the past. You clear away all burden around your shoulders and behind you. And you take deep, deep breaths. You feel united. Yes, you feel united with something more. And you still see that big light in the sky. You feel so very, very much in tune with the power of the universe. And now that star in the sky is so big and it suddenly explodes in a loving way and sends down all that light down over you. You receive the light. You receive the power of the 
of the universe. You sit so lovingly on that rock. You feel the power of the rock like a supporting power of warmth and love around you. It's so sturdy. It's so steady. Yes, you know who you are. You are a shiny light. You take your two hands, the flats of your hands, and put them together and direct them towards the sky, towards the light. Because as that star had exploded to send you all that light, it just immediately recreates itself because the light can never go away. It's still there. And you direct that. You direct the points of your hands up to that light. And you feel the connection from that star into your hands. And now you open your hands. And now you send that love and light to the world, to those areas of the world. You send it to the Kremlin for decisions of the light. You send it to Washington, D.C. for decisions of love and light. You send it to all nations of Europe for decisions of love and light. You send it to the whole planet Earth for decisions of love and light. Let us do that every day. We put ourselves in the light and we follow exactly this way. How to do the light to our poor planet that needs so much light and we brush away all shadows and all darkness and all those negative thoughts and feelings of power taking over with the darkness. No, you're charging yourself with that power of love and light. You see around you, you feel around you. You just know who you are now. You feel it and you know it. I am the light. Jesus said, I am the light. And this is the way. And this is the truth. This is your truth. If you say this is the way and this is the truth, you have it in that order, who cares? You can say this is the truth and this is the way. Stop all that logic. Just look at the intention. Jesus also said, you can do what I do. Even more so. It's still there in the Bible and the New Testament. You can do what I do. One thing in the New Testament also, and that is very important. You should know them 
through their fruits. Look at what they have done, what they have produced. Look at the result of that person's actions. You should know them by their fruits. Live it and create that new power around you of love and light. It's not nonsense. It actually works. Yes, it actually, actually works. Feel it. Know it. And let this go through you as a fact. I am the light. Remember the notes. Remember the power of music. Use the music. Sing the love and light to the world. Use the um, you know, I don't sing it now, the um sound. And if we were singing that all the time, or as often as we could, that would wipe out this nonsense of darkness, of power games. It would. I didn't say that originally. Someone else said that originally. But that is the truth. If we allow the sound of love and light of the universe to harmonize through this world, we would have a different world. You would be different. And, you know, you are meant to shine. We are meant to be shiny beings. I am the light. And now, when I come to seven, you open your eyes again. Number one, two, three, four. You just love the light. Allow the power of love and light to be in your life. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now, number seven, you open up to this loving light. And you stay with that loving light. And you give thanks. Thank you, everyone. That is me applauding. <laughs> I hope there's one more. There's more than one listener here. No, I cannot see the numbers. But now, please listen to this again. And read that book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality, by Helena Steiner-Holstein. You can get it anywhere in the world. Also in there, Australia and New Zealand, where I see I have more and more listeners. Australia, the book is available. It prints, actually, in Australia now. Isn't that wonderful? My book is printed in Australia, the other side of the world. Yes, it's there for you to purchase and to read, please. Yes, 
This is Helena Steinis Holstein. My websites are Finding Your Inner Light or BodySoulConnection.com. So www.FindingYourInnerLight.com or www.BodySoulConnection.com. Have a wonderful day in the light today. Bye-bye.